You can't exactly walk in and be like, honey, I don't like your mustache either. That's not going to go over well. Welcome to the Beat Around the Bench podcast, a podcast about woodworking, good times, and general jackassery. With your hosts, Jess of Jess Build It, Colton of Colt Crit, and Ross of RNC Woodworking and Designs. You can find us all on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Now for episode 34, The Last Crusade. For today's guest, we're joined by Matthew Girard of the Wooden Mustache, who proves yet again anything is possible if you only have a mustache. Mmm. Matthew, how are you doing today? <laughs> yes. Doing it is, very good. I, I want to say before we start that there's a few things in life where I, I, I hear it and I go, that's a good name. Number one, The Killers. I always thought that was like, how could that have not already been a band name before, right? True. The Killers. The Beatles spelled like beat. Awesome. Uh, a lot of things. And then Wooden Mustache. I was like, why didn't I think of that? Why did I? I would have grown a mustache just for that to be my tag name. It's amazing. Hey, Matt, you just got put on pretty high pedestal there, buddy. Uh, I, did. I mean, the, the Beatles and the Killers. Heck yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, I I, I wouldn't put you on any other. If I had my though. laser, I would have. I would yeah. thought about making like a little wooden mustache, and I was going to show up and have it like taped on right. Oh, now. that would be perfect. Yes. Yeah. So, so Matthew, I have Dude, to ask: yeah. Do you walk around in your head with the theme song from A Hundred Ways to Die in the West? Oh, I don't think I've seen it's, that. It's a. Um, oh, it's a thousand ways. A thousand right? ways to die in the West. You're right. It's the. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, the guy who created Family Guy, Seth. Um, McFarland, yeah, yeah. There's actually yep. a song that's the um, uh, that talks about having a mustache, and if you oh. only had a mustache, a mustache, it's a whole thing. It's great. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, I probably would. I probably would if I'd heard yeah. it. <laughs> yep. okay. I've always thought it'd be great to have your own like sound effects or like music track in the background during everyday life. Not that it yes. would be practical yes. in any way, but like if you were walking somewhere and all of a sudden music started to get like creepy and you're like, Oh my God, something bad is about to happen. You could like turn around and go the other way. <laughs> yeah. Foreshadowing with yep. the music. So, or, or uh, like a theme, a theme song when you walk into the room yeah. somewhere is just like, Oh, Matthew. so strangely <laughs> enough, uh, I took my kids uh, over the summer to medieval times dinner and tournament, which is one of my favorite things to do Ooh. mostly oh. because yeah. it is, it, it, it it is basically a medieval version of like WWE wrestling. It's a total crock. It's all <laughs> so rehearsed and it's, it's hilarious. And if you go in thinking it's the next Schindler's list, you are greatly disappointed. But if you go Not in with that attitude, exactly. But if you go in <laughs> knowing that it is pure garbage and you are going to drink yourself silly, it is a fantastic time. But, there you go. But I, I took the kids to medieval times and every time one of the nights uh, would you know, salute their, their team. They had put their arm up in the air and go huzzah. And everybody was expected to cheer. And so literally for like a month after that, I would just walk into the room and go huzzah. And my daughter was the <laughs> only one who would give me like standing ovation. My wife got really mad about it. So. Oh dude, I love that. If you know, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so, thanks for joining the podcast today. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Dude. I met I Matt for the first time at maker camp this year. Right. However, I had followed him for a long time. I was like, look at that beautiful handlebar mustache, which, you know, <laughs> I, I've attempted like a full handlebar twice in my life. And dude, yeah, yeah, we, 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 me and you have already talked about it a lot, Matt, but 
yep. it is a yep. solid stash. We definitely got to make this sure. podcast so into a do you video ever, for sure. Do you ever grow but. a beard too? Oh my gosh, my beard skills are horrible. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> like I don't grow anything right here. He's got like the whole, yeah, you got yep. you got it good right there on the yep. chin. I, I don't can, grow anything I can right do, there. I can do a low goatee, uh, but I can't. I have, it's called a I low T. It's called low T. They make medicine. For that. <laughs> yeah, they do. I have. Uh, I can't. I can't connect it. So, like one year for Halloween, I was Walter White. Nice. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my girlfriend yeah. at the time, she like put some mascara, like to to make it look like I I had the full there you, kind of. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, adapt, improvise, overcome. So this yep. is kind of a question yeah. for both Colton and Matthew, and this is oh. solely because. I do not come into the situation sporting any of the hair that you guys have, whether it be the mullet <laughs> or the epic mustache. Is there a preconceived notion that people have of you before they talk to you based on either part of the, the hair? Like, do people see the, the handlebar mustache and go, ooh, this guy's going to be a pretentious a-hole? Or do they go, ooh, that he's going to be interesting? Like, or do they yeah. think you're a, a I, hipster? You know, like all the hipsters grow them now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to like look older. I feel oh. like all the hipsters, all the hipsters are using the wax though. Yeah. I, I've, I've tried the wax before. I'd, I'm not really a big fan of it. Uh, I, you, I you, can, you just you go rock your mustache without wax. You're just yeah. like a Billy Bob freaking badass. That's right. You like, just, you're a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. for some for some background, my father has had a handlebar mustache my entire life. I'm All 40, right. and uh, I've never known my dad without a mustache. So he's got he's got 37 years on me with his mustache. And Damn. I was yeah. I was he was just here. He came up from South Carolina with his wife, and uh, you know, like we were we were eating somewhere or whatever, and I was just like, look at that, like. Those hairs literally start here and those go all the way out to the end. I'm just like, that is, that is insane. Hmm, yeah. Like, and it's, and it's so, it's so much better than mine. Like it puts mine to shame. I mean, he I'm does have, junior really? he does have 37 oh, yeah. years of practice on you. So <laughs> exactly. Oh man. <laughs> my, my dad, he shaved his mustache. Like I, I've never known him without a mustache, never a handlebar, but just like a big Mario, like a Tom looking Selleck mustache, looking right? mustache. Yep. Yeah. And um, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before you have. too, but you called um, him a pansy he, when he shaved it. He, he shaved it and uh, <laughs> everyone was like, oh, you, you you lost weight, didn't you? Oh, you look great. And I was like, yeah, dad, they think you lost weight because you look like a little biatch. Like, yep. <laughs> like, you, yeah, of course that you look skinnier. Yeah. You look more less intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad um, always had a mustache. He looked like, especially when he was in his 40s, like Tom Selleck. Like everybody used to say that to him yeah. all the time. And yep. and he shaved it as he got older here recently. And I'm like, Ugh, that is not, no, you have no <laughs> upper lip. Grow it back. Grow it back. But he didn't want to take care yeah. of it because he just, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I, I always liked his mustache. So, yeah. oh, and Ross, to answer your question from from my side, yeah, from the so, mullet side, do people see you and they're like, yes. "This dude's here to party from like square one"? Because that was my right, so, impression yeah. of you. Or he lives in a trailer. Yeah, down by the. I road. already have an analogy <laughs> that I've been thinking about in my head, prepared for this. Right. So picture oh. this: 
Like someone, someone hands you a beer and points a gun at you. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you have to give this beer to somebody right now. And they, the first person has to accept it. And you got to hold a small conversation or I'm going to shoot you. And you see two guys at a bar. One of them's real clean cut. looks like, like an accountant. And the other one's got a, a dang mullet. Mm-hmm. Right. Which one are you going to give the beer to? Do the, the mullet. hundred percent. Right? It, it's inviting. I mean, it, yep. it's, it's how uh, me and you, Ross, we, we first true. talked. That is correct. At Workbench Con. This is you're true. Like, this, how we, this is how we came friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, yes. hey, cool mullet. I was like, thanks, bud. Yeah. You like wood? And I was like, yeah. And yeah. That, and here we are. from there. Almost <laughs> a year later. This. But back when I was rocking the, the handlebar mustache, though, like it's either a 100% yes or a 100% no. Like moms will either grab their kids tighter when you walk by or like <laughs> chicks are all about it uh, or they're not about it. You know, it, it's um, this it's is a, true. It, it, yeah. However, I never had the caliber of mustache, not the flatty here, bud, but that Matthew does. True. Like, <laughs> I, I really it, I was going for that and like I was using the wax and everything and um, yep. I just didn't get it there. Hey, last thing on the mustache. So how do you eat your bagels, Matt? <laughs> upside down. Upside down. You heard it here, folks. Upside down. That's a good thing. But I think I, you were talking about that with Luke. We were, you? but so yeah. I have a question on that. That means you can literally only put things like cream cheese right. on your bagel. Right. Because if you turn it upside down and you have locks well, on there or something. Made a sandwich. Well, but oh, that's true. that's different. That's a sandwich. If we're just talking the yeah, half of a bagel and he's got like right. locks on there true. and all the, the spread and everything right. else, he's going to oh, dump like it salmon, all on the ground. Like yeah. a salmon bagel? Yeah, yeah. locks and well, bagels. Well, he could yeah. lay on the couch and like with his back on like the seat and like lay his there head you upside go. down. He stands on his it. head. And then eat it like <laughs> that's that. That's how you do it. Yeah, like, like take a bite and then sit you up. You can yeah. swallow upside down. They do it in space. Yeah, you've got little muscles that will make it go down. Bagel that, that, eating is important. I mean, that you gotta, sounds like a, that sounds like a real. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, what if Matthew. he folds it in half? Is that still a sandwich? I I, I kind of. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. I'm, I'm going to think about this more. Go ahead. I mean, it's 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 basically bread on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's that ruins the, the whole traditional bagel thing, though. Then right? Because yeah. then you don't get two. Yeah. Correct. And it's yeah. just one. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I'll think about getting it. into the the reason all of us are here. Uh, we're makers. Uh-huh. You're a maker. Uh, for those who mm-hmm. have not seen your work before or do not know the glory of the wooden mustache, give us a little bit of an elevator pitch. Um. Oh. Oh. Right on the hot seat. Uh. So I recently got a laser. Me too. Uh, today I have. Yeah, uh, me, me too. Actually, mine came Ooh. in today too. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, nice. Yeah, um, we're all excited. I got the. I originally got the five watt uh, Orter, and I upgraded to the ten watt module. Um, all right. And I've used I've used that on a variety of different things. Um, I kind of I've been making a lot of signs lately, uh, which you know we've had. Oh my goodness! Maybe four or five weddings this year. Uh, I made two signs for the first two weddings, and the last three, I was just like, "Nope, nope, we're just going to give them a check." Like I don't, <laughs> I, I, I know, I, I know it would look cool and stuff, but you know, time, life, everything yeah. else. So, um, good magazine, time, know, life. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I kind of got into it way back when. Um, uh, let's see. That would be like 2015 or 16. Okay. All right. um, I decided to make a Murphy bed for one of the spare bedrooms that we have. That's a great place and to start woodworking. Is on a that's not bad on a project that <laughs> yeah, collapses right on the yeah. bed <laughs> collapses and is never hidden or is never seen again. Yeah, wait, uh, um, that's a complicated first project, right? Well, like, did you uh, buy Murphy one bed of the- is one that like it, it it's kind of like a futon, right? Like kind of like folds you know, into like, the wall. Yeah, folds oh. into the wall. So did you it's buy still, a kit like with the springs? Okay, yeah, yeah, but that was just the hardware. So like I had to buy. I think I bought three sheets of plywood for that. Okay. Uh, and um, you know, I I got the I got the Rockler kit. Uh, I think it's iSemble or something. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so I made I made the it was a queen size bed, and um, I went really slow building it just because you know there's there's that mechanism that goes uh, on each side that you know swings the bed up and down and everything. Yeah. And that required you know some some holes and uh you know i wanted them perfectly aligned and stuff because like if it's too high you know it's not going to close correctly if it's too low it's not going to open correctly so like i dialed all those little parts in and stuff when i was making it and uh when i first when i first posted that i just had like a little personal instagram and stuff and uh you know i had friends and family and stuff and it got like hardly any traction and it was just like, okay, I think I have the wrong audience. So, you know, I, I kind of like moved forward and stuff. Uh, I asked, I asked my wife when I first started the Instagram account for the name. So just like you can, you can credit my wife for the Instagram name, the wooden mustache. Really? Dude, yep. she nailed it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Cause I was like, I want something that's kind of like a pun with a mustache and woodworking or something. Yeah. So, uh, which I mean, she she's a creative as well, right? Uh, she doesn't, I mean, she, she'll help me if I need her, if I'm in a pinch or something, yeah. she'll come out and like, give me a hand. But well, you said you're part, using her mic right now, right? She, she does her own yeah. podcast and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah but yeah. she's not really a maker or I get or, that. I, I get mean, that. Um, but yeah, she, uh, she came up with the idea. She hates the mustache. She absolutely hates it. No, really. Um, That's when, make it to a great first... marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Has she ever seen you clean shaven? Oh yeah. So when we first, oh. uh, before we actually met um, in 2015, um, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, uh, they worked together, and you know, I was kind of doing the like online dating thing at the time. And, uh, you know, it, Ooh, yeah. it would work out for a little bit. And then it would just be like, ah, this is uh, no next. Um, so, you know, he's like, Hey, can I give your number to this girl, Jackie that I work with? And I was like, yeah, sure, man. So she called me up and, uh, Oh, sorry. I gotta go back. Um, so she goes, what does he look like? <laughs> and he pulls, he pulls up my Facebook. And I think at that time I had a mustache and that's the first picture she sees of me. And what year and is she's this? like, this is 2015. That was strong. So, having <laughs> a mustache in 2015. Like that was yes. pre top gun. That was pre everything. Like <laughs> beards were gun. still like coming on as a thing. Oh yeah. That was, yeah. that was a daring move, true. my friend. Well done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I can, I can credit my dad. Okay. For that. But, uh, he, he shows her the picture and stuff and she's like, Oh, the mustache. Like, is that like a, 
does he always have that? And, and my buddy's <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 that's like a seasonal thing. So what I would usually do is I start growing it in like August or so. And then in December, early January, I'd shave it off. And I'd be clean shaven for the rest of the time. And, uh, you know, fast forward, I start my Instagram account in like 2020, I think. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like stuck to it. You know, what What am I going to do? Like shave my mustache off and still hold the wooden mustache? Like that? that's not legit. No. You can't do that. Unless your shop glasses <laughs> have a little wooden mustache hanging down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But man, so she's staying stubborn on it like, or consistent with it. She's still not growing to the mustache? Uh, you know, she's just kind of accepted it at yeah. this point. Um, I hear you. I, 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 mean, I love her. I love her to death. But, you know, it. You can't exactly wife, walk in and be like, honey, I don't like your mustache either. That's not going to go over well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my wife would, would <laughs> like, I, I didn't like have a beard most of my life. My first two wives hated any kind of facial hair or anything. And then the, this, this wife, she, oh, like if I could grow one of those, I tried growing it out. And like a Chris and Ableton like a beard? beard? Like big, yeah, big, beautiful beard. But mine's just too, it just kind of does what it wants, no matter what I put in it or how I brush it or how anything. So I just keep it at about this length. But she loves it and she would murder me. She saw me in some pictures when I first moved here eight, eight or nine years ago. And she's like, you look like a pedophile. And I'm like, that, thanks. I, I, I appreciate that. I had hair, had a little bit of yeah. hair still. And, you know, and she's like, Ugh. what's a pedorass, so, Walter? Oh, God. <laughs> so so oh, the man. thing I never understood is like, and my mom used to say this, like kissing, right? Like, I don't yep. know what it's like to kiss somebody with facial hair, but I imagine it's, I, I got, I got <laughs> to imagine bad, it's, man. You get used well, to it. I mean, well, how do I say this without saying it? Like, you know what it's like to have hair in your mouth? Maybe yes. a little bit. Yes. Right. Oh, right. Sure so like that doesn't bother me so much. So I guess this is a know. fun conversation. You, you know, you know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't mean like you found a stray hair at, at Golden Corral. I, you know what I mean? I don't go to Golden Corral. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a muff burger with a side of thighs. You know. oh, <laughs> there we go. All right, just making sure everybody knew where I was at with it. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> no. So anyway, so back Jackson to you. The whole so time, but does, does she ever like you know like oh your mustache is tickling my nose like that kind of thing or like uh yeah so usually usually what will happen is uh I'll like take a drink of something and like this thing retains water you know yes like, I, yes. I, I will, uh, I'll go to kiss her or something. And she's just like, ow, like, you know, right. You know, that, that's, uh, that's like her biggest complaint. Like when we got married, when we got married in 2018, I was clean shaven. Yeah. And, you know, like I can, I can shave my mustache off and I could pass as a high schooler like easily. Well done. Like, no, no problem. Just go right back to 16 years old. You should totally, you should totally awesome. recreate um, that Drew Barrymore mover where she goes back as a reporter to high school and tries to play off that she's not 20 years older than everyone. <laughs> but you should do it from the male perspective. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so back to back to what you were saying. So you made a Murphy bed, and then what? Oh, so I made a Murphy bed, um, and then I ended up 
making like an L-shaped desk in that same uh, bedroom. Cool. Because um, I work from home. Uh, before COVID, I was um, going into Boston uh, like two or three times a week. And then COVID happened. Everyone got sent home. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to close our Boston and Seattle offices. So everyone was 100% remote at that point. So uh, I'd already made the desk because I'd always wanted to make my own desk and stuff. You know, like I've, I bought, I bought desks at like furniture companies and stuff. And, you know, it's not so exactly over, right. So overpriced or yeah, exactly. It's not exactly what you want or something. So, uh, I made, I made my desk, uh, it's about six feet long on the longer side cool. and then it's four feet long on the other side. But I did a, uh, I did like an, a 45 degree angle where I like sit at my desk. So, so that's like kind of cuts off the like hard 90 degree and yeah, the cool. inside of the L. Um, nice. And, uh, what'd you, you make the eight? top out of? Yeah. Uh, the top, I bought some uh, poplar uh, plywood, and then I used uh, black walnut for like edge banding um, oh, to nice. kind of like hide hide the grain. Hmm. Um, like that poplar, that poplar that I bought was eleven or twelve ply or something. Like it was really, really like nice, nice plywood at the time, hmm. and. Uh, I've never been able to find that again. I was going to say, I don't know that I've ever seen just dedicated poplar plywood. I, 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 was, th- I was thinking the I same thing. It. Yeah, I was I, I was kind of shocked too. Uh, but uh, I made I made that and I made it so that if we have someone come over, uh, I can pop that. I put a French cleat on the back on the back wall where it, where it docks into mm-hmm. the long part. And then I did two uh, two like angled uh i don't know the exact terminology but it looks like an upside down a um so i did two of those to like support the end of the desk and uh um, nice i like the visuals on the camera yeah that's very good, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, none, of the, none of the listeners will understand that at all but I know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to make that a real too yeah yeah when i finally <laughs> get was making the symbol yeah. from the y from the ymca <laughs> <laughs> young man um, so uh so when we have someone come over like we did my my dad and his wife were staying with us and uh you know i just unscrewed the unscrewed the legs from the bottom uh popped that off the french cleat and uh carted it into the other room and stuff and then the murphy bed can come down no problem and uh that's that so i you have know, to say so. the the first two projects that you built are typically ones that people get to like year three and four of woodworking yeah that's <laughs> what I was that you started yeah. so did you have tools and stuff uh so at that point i had a table saw a miter okay. saw uh i did i had just bought a domino um before oh. i made the desk oh. uh which which you know, like I had, I had been looking at that tool for a long right. time. I right. was just like, oh, that that's just drooling over it. It's just um, so great. Yep. But uh, you know, well, like I'm I had a biscuit joiner. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I, I, could, I, I, totally I totally skipped past the biscuit. Like I yeah, just so went right just, to the domino. <laughs> the, you seem like a man of uh, with a high attention to detail. You know, especially you seem with pretty handy. First, yeah, like uh, very precise attention to detail, like yep. uh, detail oriented. Like yes, 
Yes, have you always been like that? Um, it depends on what it is. Sure, you know, I, for, I, I went with you on that. For like, for like the uh, the maker camp swap sign that's behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, I messed up the epoxy pour. Good and for you. I had like letters floating and everything, mm. and I was just like, ah, oh, dang. So I didn't end up doing it. Uh, I just gave up. I just gave up on the project and just went to maker's camp. Um, and oh, that's like, right. I'll, I forgot you didn't have a maker swap thing. I'll I'll finish it. I'll finish it and just put it on my wall. Well, it looks um, it looks really good. It it it's okay. What kind of I mean, uh, LEDs you got in there? Uh, I think they are Govi. Govi is a good brand, man. Yeah, I love Govi. As far as my cornhole boards though, they stopped making. They had like a sixteen and a half foot. Um, I think or no, it, it's like about sixteen feet, but it's seven and a half meters, whatever that comes out to in feet. And they they discontinued it, and oh. but so now I have like I, I just went on Alibaba and I found a decent manufacturer, tested them out. But sorry, seven yeah. pallets coming of LEDs. It's not about me, yeah. Seven oh, pallets. and the DHL freaking lost my twenty cents package. a strip. Like uh, it was supposed to be delivered two weeks ago, and um, they're still trying to find oh, it. Oh man, oh boy. But but dude, uh, for your your sign, you should have done my. Uh, Oh, the way I do the cornhole boards, like the, uh, the half, like almost all the way, like 90% cut method, uh-huh. like where you, oh. uh, so like with your yeah. CNC, you cut into the wood about 90% and you leave just like a little thin layer on the bottom and, yeah, um, I, and then you fill it with I resin mean, and then you plane off that backside. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a human, I'm a human CNC with that scroll saw right there. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I don't uh, have one. <laughs> no, uh, that, uh, honestly, it's even more impressive, man. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, like yeah from, I just finished from here. That looks as good as my CNC one, man. Honestly, I'll, I'll show you guys. Ooh, oh, camera fell down. Good lord. Uh, so, so this is my uh, maker uh, collab project that I'm working on right now. Yeah, I, I saw some of that on your uh, on your Insta. For those that can't yeah, see it, and, it says gears gears of fire gears. Gears and fire. Gears and fire. Oh, that's clear through already. Yeah. Um, How'd you manage so that, used, man? Uh, you, you like like uh, taking the blade on and off a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, what I'll do is I'll so I'll take the paper and then I'll use the uh, the clear the blue tape method mm-hmm. and I'll put that down um, all over the board and then I'll just use some uh, Exacto knives. Starbond. Starbond. Oh. So I'll start. I'll spray Starbond all over it, mm-hmm. and then I'll just glue glue the paper onto the piece, and then I'll just put a few drill bits through the parts that I need to like pull the saw pull the scroll saw through, hmm. and uh, just kind of motor. Um, How long does it, it take you like to do deep. that? Uh, that probably I have about maybe three or four hours of scroll work on that on wow. that side. Um, the in the inner so there's a inner raccoon in his logo, and uh, instead of just doing it all out of black walnut, I decided to do that out of purple heart. Hmm. And uh, I've never I've never worked with purple heart before. It's aggressive, and and it kind of smells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, so uh, I was I was trying after I resawed. I have a I have a 14 inch bandsaw. And uh, I did the resaw on the piece of purple heart, and I only did the resaw. I didn't. I didn't do anything after it that night. And uh, it I came back. 
Hey, yep, it cupped like yep. a, mm-hmm. yep. you know. That's what everybody and says, yeah. Because, it, I mean, you think about it, like you're cutting all those fibers of the wood and everything, so like it's going to go whichever way it wants. So uh, I was able to kind of save it. Uh, I just got a Rotex uh, 150 nice. sander yeah, from Festool. I, I, I'm team Rotex for sure. Ross is, um, Ross is Merca and uh, Jess... Uh, I think he's, team, he's team Makita. I, 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 I don't care. I both. I, you know, it's just, they're both so expensive, but yeah, yep, they are. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, I, I think I want to get a surf prep for a next sander. Oh so yeah. I, so I desperately want that foam pad surf prep. Yes. So I actually want yep. to ask with the wide assortment of things that you're making between the scroll saw and your band saw and everything else. Do you have mm-hmm. a style or a type of thing that you prefer making or are you just kind of like whatever is called for just making whatever yeah, you kinda, feel like? Yep. I kind of just jump around. Um, I, I've like kind house of, of pain like made. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. jump, 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 up, jump up and get down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like I, I was maybe at it's the Chris beginning Cross. of the year. I was kind of trying to think of something that like I could make and sell that, but I was thinking about like, you know, if, if it was to take off, like, would I want to make a hundred of these? Yeah. You know, like, like I was trying to think forward of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I made, I made a few, uh, I made some like black walnut earrings on the, on the laser. Mm -hmm. Um, and I made some, uh, Bow tie. What did I make? No, not bow ties. Uh, cufflinks. I did some cufflinks. Uh, no. Um, some tie clips, and uh, you know, like I was kind of, I was trying to, I no, I I posted about them once on Instagram, and you know, like I'm not that kind of person that's just gonna like pump stuff down other makers' throats, yeah, because like you know, like a lot of my following is all makers, Yeah, you know? So like, I don't really have that audience to like sell stuff through Instagram. Okay. So, you know, like maybe I need to jump into Etsy. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I'm trying to kind of pivot this and make it a little profitable Yeah. instead of just kind of like a hobby kind of thing. Yep. Cause like I've gone, this will be the third year that I'm going to file my taxes. And uh, my accountant said last year, he's like, look, you need to like show a profit this year or else you're going to be classified as a hobby. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, So, Hmm. you know, like I have plenty of expenses. You know, I bought a $2,000 bandsaw last year. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yeah. But uh, you're, you're, um, Speaking of your bandsaw, I, your scroll saw back there looks pretty beefy. Yeah, that's a Pegasus. That's that's like the that's, winged horse. That's the upper echelon, uh, <laughs> dude. It, it looks um, that looks it's it's beefy. really nice. It's it's I I went I went uh, I went all out on that. I had a little uh, I had a little craftsman that I got like at a yard sale or something, and I made I made a few signs with that and. Uh, and then I w- I can't remember whose video I was watching on Instagram, but I saw how easy it was to like swap the blade out on theirs, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want that, I want that, yeah. And uh, I went to Bearwood Supply, 
and I ordered one and then it was like back ordered and the woman, the, the woman or gentleman that I was speaking with on Instagram and stuff was like so nice. Like they would send me periodic updates like every couple of days and stuff just like, Hey, I j- I'm so sorry. Like we still don't have a like estimated date yet. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, like I, I appreciate you reaching out like that amazing customer service from them. Uh, but when it finally came, I was just like, Oh, this is so good. Cause like <laughs> I can, you know, I can swap the blade. I can put swap. Uh, every, everything's really, really slick on that. Nice. On yeah. That machine. So, um, I don't know much about scroll saws, but I did just inherit one and Ooh. it's an oh. old Delta that is in good shape. It's just the bed is cast iron and it's rusted. So I just have to clean that. Yep. So can you give for me, and for our listeners, just like a rundown of like what the blade types are for scroll saws yeah. and like the teeth and stuff, because it's not like a bandsaw, you know, it's a totally different world. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so so there's uh, there's kind of like two two varieties, I guess you could say there's like, <clears throat> excuse me, there's uh, there's your straight blade where where you can only put your piece like one direction into it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and how thick are those? Uh, those vary, and like, the teeth, the teeth, it's the more teeth like a bandsaw. Count. Yeah, the teeth point, count yeah. vary also. And then right. there's like you know, for those straight blades, there's like a skip tooth blade where you know there's going to be a little gap in between each each tooth on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have really been loving the spiral blades. That, that I've been using because you can literally take your piece and move it any direction you want. Like oh. that, that, spiral. those teeth, Do, yep, those teeth are going all the way down in the spiral. Does a scroll mm. saw cut on the down cut or the up cut, or does it depend on the blade? Down. Oh, it's going to go down, okay. down only. All right. Down oh. only. So that's one important thing, Jeff, if you end up getting into it, um, make sure when you're putting your blade onto the scroll saw that, uh, the teeth cut down. Right. Um, Cause otherwise it, it'll it lift it up. A little messy. Yeah. Yep. It'll lift it up off the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Very cool. That's interesting, man. I, I, I would love to have a scroll saw for like here and there. I mean, I do have like a little, a little baby bandsaw, which uh, honestly your scroll saw probably weighs more than my bandsaw. <laughs> I got the, the it's smallest possible. little when, bandsaw you could have which it just makes me wish uh, i had yeah. a bigger bandsaw but it's good for like like quick easy like or like you know get your get yourself out of a bind kind of situations but yeah but um i got like a little like three eighths inch blade on there or three inch, inch width i hmm. guess on there oh but, nice i i had an old uh well, it wasn't old. I I think I got it in like 2012 or 2013. Uh, I had like a Craftsman bandsaw that was like maybe eight inch or something. And uh, I tried to do a resaw on that thing. And it was just a wavy yep. mess. Yeah. I had to sand the crap out of it and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is not for resawing. No. And yeah. I ended up selling it on Craigslist after I got the Harvey bandsaw. And I was just like, I should have kept it. Cause like there's those little one-offs where you're just like you don't want to oh, change a blade, wanna... change yep, your blade. I, yeah, it's pain in the butt. I don't yeah. want to fire that up, and you know it. It is what it is, you know. So, but yeah. So Matthew, uh, one of the things that we've started doing 
recently is kind of a quick fire questionnaire that Jess has been operating. Uh, and it's more so to see if we can learn a little bit more about our guests. And Ooh. the idea is these are all non woodworking questions and it is okay. answer as many of them. Well, I don't, we're going to find out, <laughs> but, uh, the goal is to answer as many of them as quickly as you can. So it's first thought on the mind and it'll be three minutes of rapid fire questions. 18 Ooh. is the most, right? Correct. So far, the, the winner is 18 questions in three minutes. But somebody always gets hung up on something. Correct. Okay. That would probably guy, be me up. And the guys like to chime in, so that oh, and doesn't bother you. It was Jeff who got the 18, uh, Maker's Way. Correct. Oh, right. I got to beat Jeff now. You got to beat yeah. Jeff. You got to beat then, uh, Smiles. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, I think before that, what, 17? 17 from Luke. Luke in the garage. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. So, are you ready to give right. it a whirl? I've got, I've got a brand new set. Nice. All right, let's so, do I, it. I, 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 take a breath, man. Take a sip of whiskey. Like, I get you, get your head right, and uh, let's go. All wait, right, wait. Yeah. Oh, shoot. You know what? On a side note, Ross, we need to make a jingle for this part, like the the quick fire. We need to make it like a yeah, techno it was jingle, to, it was right? To, you, 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 you think mean, so, Matt? Like this think? one. Yep. A little less cheery, a little more intense. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, I love it. There you go. All right. That was you, right? That was me. I'll make a better one. Oh, dude. Well, so that's good for the main cheery, but for the quick fire, though, we got to. Or it's supposed to be like a nail gun going off, like a roof annealer. I'll work on that. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. Three minutes. We'll start in three Two, one, go. If you could rename any famous landmark, which one would you choose and what new name would you give it? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come on, just pick one. There's no right or wrong answer. He's not going to make 18. Nope. No, just I don't don't think your uh, your commentary is helping him. We'll call Plymouth Rock. Okay. America. Okay. All right. If you had to perform in a circus, what would your act be? Oh, I'd be a juggler. All right. Ooh. What's the What's the most imaginative use you could come up with for a potato? Ooh, uh, tater tots. All right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, if you could turn any activity into an Olympic sport, what would you have a good chance at winning a medal for? Rock skipping. Okay. If you could create a new holiday, what would it celebrate and how would people observe it? And not Festivus. 420. (laughs) Well, I know how they'd observe it. Okay. If you had to leave Earth on a spaceship and take four things with you, what would they be? Ooh. uh, Oh, geez. Your scroll saw? Dog. No. (laughs) Nothing in the shop. Oh, interesting. Dog. Uh... Oh, man. Yeah, there's no trees in space. Do you want your wife to go with you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she can come. Okay. Uh, Ross with the save. Jeez. Oh, that's hard. There's no right or wrong answer. Definitely no mustache wax. A razor. Okay. And... uh, toothbrush <laughs> there we go okay. uh which cartoon character would you choose as your sidekick if you were a superhero goofy 
Oh, that's uh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> uh, if, if you could add a word to the dictionary, what word would it be and what would it mean? Oh. oh. Tooken. Tooken. And what does it mean? <laughs> He took it. Okay. All right. <laughs> past, past tense. All right. Uh, imagine you're a famous chef. What would your signature dish be called? The mustache special. All right. If you, oh. it, it, very good. If you could be any plant, which one would you be and why? Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, or tree. I would be a maple tree because I love maple syrup. 15 right. seconds. Uh, if aliens visited Earth and you were the first human they met, what would you show them or tell them about Earth first? Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Two, one, done. All right. Very good. Eleven oh, questions. Yeah. Eleven. Very good. Hey, hey, you know what? That's not bad. Also, not bad. Feel, there were some like, tricky ones in there. There were some tricky like ones. Especially Absolutely. right off the bat. You asked like a, a pretty hard one. The landmark? Yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. I couldn't Literally, even. I was like, "What? That was yeah. the first what, one. What, what is about a you? landmark?" <laughs> All right, Ross. What would you? Wait, let's ask you that question. What if you were fa- rename a famous landmark? Which one would uh, you pick, and what would you name it? Uh, I would rename the St. Louis Arch. Uh, and I think, in all honesty, I would call it like the Gateway, more so than anything else, because it was okay. exactly that. Uh, it's not a funny answer, but it's what I would do. <laughs> It makes more sense than the arch. Yeah. What about I, you, I, would, I would do the Statue of Liberty. Oh, see, and, that was mine. Um, yeah. And I, I'd be like the, the green French fire lady. Oh, I would. Okay, well, then in that case, I would pick I would pick the Grand Canyon, and I would call it Earth's butt crack. There you go. I like that. So, oh. Yeah. But, All right, Jesse, very were, good. Were you, you were did you a good on job. That one? Yeah. Thanks for no. I just thought of it actually, because the Statue of Liberty was the one that I was going to pick. But yeah, that's good. Uh-oh. That's good. All right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our yeah. quick fire questions. For yeah. No. Eight, Eleven. That, that was good. Especially it was, it was a hard lineup. Yeah. Some of those had like four answers to it. Yeah. yeah some space, of those were very difficult. Yeah. The spaceship. Yeah. The spaceship one. I I couldn't decide anything. <laughs> spaceship. Oh man. That's a tougher question. Yeah. If that you're only able to question. take like four things with you. Like one of them should probably be like a water filtration system. Well, no, no, it doesn't yep. say anything about you not being able to drink or eat or any of that. Right. You're True. just going to like another planet. So to me and my thought, when I read that question, I was like, well, what would I want to show them? Like I would want to show them like the Bible, like there's a bunch of people that worship this. And then like, I would want to bring like maybe, um, I don't know, like so- something that had to do with like earth. And Automobile? Like and, yeah, I don't know. Something. A cell phone. Case yeah. of whiskey. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, whiskey for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Do we want to jump into the wood of the week and get a little knowledge here? That is totally up to you guys. You want to learn a little something, let's Matthew? Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's get it. Let's go. Wow. 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 Wood of the week this week is interesting oh. because this is also another word. Last week's wood of the week was canary wood, which I learned I absolutely want to use. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, a lot of people make tent piece, but I've never actually seen what? it in person or Wait, used Matt, it. Have you worked with canary wood? 
No, no, but oh, I've, I've right. seen I've seen some people that have used it before, it's like very with, pretty. In, with inlays and stuff. I yeah. Think, oh yeah, yeah. I think Tim from Gears and Fire that I'm doing the Maker collab with. Uh, I think he put some canary wood into his uh, Goonies sign that he made, or the Goonies uh, cutting board that he made. The Goonies yeah, never say die. It's yeah. a canary wood's very hard too, so it's good for something like that. So yeah. we're going to go on the other end of the spectrum. And the only reason I even know about this wood is because, speaking of which, uh, Woodcraft, uh, their Christmas mailer, came in the mail today. How about that? And I was looking at it, and I'm like, hey, look at this, look at that. And they had this wood on sale. Uh, still very expensive, of course, from there. But uh, they were mostly selling it in smaller pieces, as they do for you know people to make pens, people to make cutting boards, people to make little small things. And the name of the wood is Hackberry. I'm not making that up. H-A-C-K-Berry. Hackberry. Or it's also called Sugarberry. So it is from uh, North America, Eastern North America. Not to be confused with Chuck Berry, who is from the central part of North America. (laughs) That's right. And wrote an amazing hit. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Hackberry is soft-ish. I would say it's, it's right there with pine. Hmm. Uh, 880 is the Janka hardness on it. Good lord! So people, that, well, that's right. At, that's like yellow pine. That's real like walnuts, soft. Like walnuts around 900 to a thousand. Yellow pine and its highest is around 800. Yeah, 880. It's pretty soft. But there's a reason that um, it turns out it's used a lot, and it was especially used a lot by indigenous people because it was easy to work with, hmm. right? Because it wasn't so hard. And the interesting, also the other thing about it is some people call it like the poor man's ash because it looks almost exactly like ash wood. Okay. But it's not hard. And it's right? funny because it's not, people call ash the poor man's oak. Right, right. So it looks it looks a lot like ash. And actually, it's also looks closest to um, American elm. I got to wonder like. then if, if ash is the poor man's oak and hackberry is the poor man's ash, what level of poverty are people sitting in where, <laughs> where this is what they're using? Support poor man's ha- hackberry? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it is quite pretty. It has very, very straight grain. So uh, I, I don't think it would really be very good for like uh, archery because, you know, you're always going for that straight grain with like bows and stuff mm-hmm. like that because yep. it's just so soft. But it is great for steam bending. Okay. Right. So it's great. You can make it strong enough to make because the grain's so straight. It's great for making furniture like chairs and stuff. Um, musical instruments, some is what I've read about. But what I have read more than anything, because so part of this, Matt, is that we try to I try to find something that's famous that has been made with the wood of the week. Right. So like when we had Cypress was one of them. And it turns out all of the uh, city in was it Italy or whatever it was, it's yes. all the pilings, all the pilings are made out of Cypress, same ones they put there forever ago. They're still underwater and they're still fine, right? In Venice. So, yeah, in Venice. So, um, I could not find anything. But what I did find out, I was talking about the indigenous people and some other things. So, in particular areas where there's historical, like they're redoing a house or a building or something like that in the area, they will go and find and source Hackberry because Hackberry was used to make it way back when, but it doesn't last very long. It's susceptible to insects because it's so soft. Uh, they actually consider it a non-durable, perishable wood 
is kind of great like thing to rebuild right? with then. Well, it's, it gets, <laughs> it gets fungus really, really easily. Right. So, uh, that's one of the things that I learned, but mm. it's easy to work with. It grows really fast. It's highly, uh, sustainable and so on and so forth. And some, uh, tribes still use hackberry to do things like in their, in their land. They probably don't even know that that's what they're using, mm. but they use this particular tree and stuff and hackberries. There's a berry. You can eat them. So, huh. so it's, it's quite an interesting wood. So oh, there you hackberry. Go. We, we should try to hackberry. acquire like some hackberry jam or something. Yeah. Like a hackberry it's preserves. All, it's all over it, the is, internet. So you can eat it, but is it a good berry? I don't know. There was hackberry jam. I did see that. Hmm. I saw that nice. when I was looking it up. I was trying to find something famous. Is it, is it all it. over the entire country or is this like segmented towards one region or another? It just says it grows in Eastern North America. Okay. That's that's all I know as far as that goes. Um, I mean, obviously they ship wood all over the country, right? You can get True. it at any, you yep. can get, they put it in the catalog at, on, uh, on Woodcraft. So there you go. Um, so you said Northeast. Wait, uh, Matthew, you, you're in Northeast, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm outside of Boston. Boston, yeah. wicked hot. Boston, <laughs> wicked hot. <laughs> Traffic is bumper to bumper, bud. Bumper. So, are you, are you familiar with Hackberry? I've heard of it before. Yeah, I, it, I must say it sounds familiar. It's great for turning. A lot of people do turning with it too, because you know, really, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Amish use strong. it for churning. They make butter. Churning. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Oh, man. So that's this week's Wood of the Week. Hope All right. you guys enjoyed. Now, Jess, do you happen to have – you You mentioned earlier we were going to need a pen and paper. Do this a little bit true. of trivia. Uh-oh. A little bit of trivia. Whoa. Yes. This is where we really test you, Matthew. Now, this is for ready? everybody to play. Up, buddy? You ready? Yep. I'm ready. I'm ready. So to yeah. go ahead and play your, play your little jingle, and oh, I'll sorry. explain how this game is going to work this week. <laughs> hey, it's not little, okay? Better get on up and knowledge because it's trivia time. There you go. All right. Oh, I love it. No. So, that's, a, that's the first time we've ever heard that live. It'll oh get my. better. Oh, I, God. Love it. I promise. I'm, that's a place. Oh, Ross. You, you even hit the notes, dude. Golly. The notes. Golly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not over that yet. Wow. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, okay. Usually, usually how this works, if if for uh, whoever hasn't listened to it or for Matt, uh, if you if you didn't know, uh, we usually do multiple choice, right? We'll have some woodworking trivia questions. It could be about tools. It could be about a specific tree. It could be about a place. It could be anything that's, that has to do woodworking related. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I give you multiple choice, and we go round robin, and each person gets to you know see how many they can get right. Mm-hmm. This week we're going to do it a little different. Okay. Uh, everybody, everybody <laughs> is not going to answer verbally, Colton, and we are going to you are going to write down what you think the correct answers, plural, are. OK. OK. And then at the end of the 10 questions, we will go through and see who's got what and we'll count up the points. You get one point for each question. Correct. All, All right? right. So this week's woodworking trivia. 10 questions, you said. Uh, yeah, we'll do 10. We'll do 10 questions. Wait, wait Matt, you set up? You got a good piece of paper? Uh, yep, I got a piece of paper. <laughs> All right. Uh, I thought you were going to grab a piece of scrap wood and like write with a carpenter pencil <laughs> on the back of it. Now, what I'm going to tell you in each one of these questions, one of them is going to be a gimme. You're going to be like, ah, and then there's going to be two more, and you're going to be like, ugh. All right? 
And what you're going to do this week is we're going to now, you know what Janka hardness is, Matthew? Yes. So it's where they push the little ball. We've talked about this before and they see it. So it's halfway. That's how they measure the hardness of the wood by how much pressure it takes to push this little ball in the wood. You're going to arrange these woods from softest to hardest. Oh, and I'm going to give you three woods for each question. Okay. Sound okay. good? Everybody yeah, understand it? So for instance, yep. I'm, I'm not reading one of the questions. I would say pine, oak, maple, right? And you would arrange those. So you would say, you know, uh, pine, oak, maple, oak. According to the Jenka scale, which one's from softest to hardest, okay? Question two okay. is beer, wine, whiskey. <laughs> well, it's softest to hardest, That's right? right. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is everybody ready? We are. Are you ready. guys excited? Yeah. For this nerdy, yeah. wood, nerdy, nerdy ass wood thing we're about to do. Okay, here we go. Let her rip. And let her rip. Now, question number one. The three woods are cherry, balsa, and maple. And we're going softest to hardest or hardest to softest soft? to hardest. That is correct. Softest wood first, hardest wood last. Cherry, balsa, and maple. Okay. Now it does not say soft or hard maple, so we're gonna just. I guess. like it. I like right. it. Okay. All right. So everybody ready? We are mm-hmm. good. All right, Colton. Question number two: Walnut, pine, and oak. Okay. You okay. think this is going for like white oak or red oak? I'm going to say that that is there are going over 800 about kinds the same. of oak. Colton. I would say white oak. Jess told us about the wood of the week a while ago, and it was Quercus alba was white oak, but we learned about <laughs> over 800 kinds of oak. That's right. Scrub uh, oak, know, sand normally, oak. At least in North America, when you're talking about oak, it's red or white. You know? No, mm-hmm. it ain't. Not in Florida. There's scrub oak, sand oak. There's all kind of oaks. Well, you also get maple for like nothing for the board foot. Well, that's because like, I swear I shot, It's like wood for you, man. By the way, this is true. I'm so I did, jealous of that. I did try and order some um, dra- uh, dragonfly up here. Yeah. It was double the price you told me it was down in Florida. It was literally four, uh, it was four dollars cheaper than ordering. I was using it today, and I could barely get a screw in it. It's the most amazing stuff. Um, wow. It was literally four dollars cheaper than ordering a full sheet of like bird's eye maple um, plywood. Wow. Oh, so well, I told you, you guys, I got the hookup. I got I got ordered eight quarter poplar. I got it for two dollars and forty six cents a board foot. Rough hmm. sawn, so it's like wow. two and a quarter. Yeah, I, I mean everything is cheaper. Walnut plywood seems expensive. How much is a sheet of walnut three quarter plywood, like A grade? Uh, so I double sided. I would have to double check that, but I did get a quote today. If you wanted to get uh, true Baltic birch plywood here in yeah. in Chicagoland right now, the mm-hmm. uh, domestic the lumber yard. Yeah. No, no, well, no, no, not domestic from Russia from the Baltic. I'm a guess. I'm a guess over a uh, hundred. Keep going. No, it's almost $300 a sheet. No. Yep. Whoa. That yep. would end my business right now. Or shoot. <laughs> well, but, um, dragon ply mm-hmm. is cheap. I, I'm getting it for $46, $47. I just bought 10 sheets of it and it is, and it's 48 and a half by 96 and a half. And the, and the veneer is so thick and it's almost, almost a full three quarters. It's like less than a half a millimeter shy. Ooh, wow. It is the greatest wow. stuff ever. 
Anyway, I, okay. Uh, back uh, to last what question. We did y'all got pine as the hardest on that last one, right? No. No, you can't talk. No discussion <laughs> amongst members. No discussion <laughs> amongst members. That will skew the results. All question right. three. <laughs> question three. Uh, by the way, the walnut was $110 a sheet for double-sided walnut that I got quoted. Uh, so I feel wow. like that's not too bad. That's not bad. That's, no. That's not bad at all. Okay. Um, question number three. L- mahogany, cedar, and teak. Okay. See what I mean about the gimme? All right. Well, that one's a gimme. What are you talking about? I don't know. You're talking about African mahogany, you think? It doesn't matter. Let's go. They're both, they're all going to be pretty close. Are you ready? Yep. Next one. Hickory, Douglas fir, and ebony. Ooh. Okay. Oh, that's a tricky one. No, it's not. Not if you pay attention. Hickory, Ebony, Hickory. Hickory. Not if you pay attention to one of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been paying I, attention. I, I do. But two Ross has probably got a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fail this very well. That's a confidence <laughs> we're looking for on this show. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Um. Next one, beach. This one's harder to me. Beach, redwood, and birch. Ooh. Okay. I've never touched redwood before. Uh, You're not getting it hot enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so many things to be said there. What was it? Redwood, redwood, beach, and what? Birch. Uh, birch. Birch. Hmm. I like, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next one, rosewood, ash, and spruce. I've actually worked with all three of those. I think I've worked with just ash on that list. Rosewood is typically used, as Jess had discussed before, for fingerboards or fretboards uh, on so, guitars. So, so in Japan, I heard that the the or is it China? One of them places. They they if you have a rosewood tree on your property, yeah, you have to like put electric fences around it. They will cut that thing down in the middle of the night and take it. Really? Because it's worth oh. so much money over there. Yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah. Huh. It's very interesting because it's oh, worth yeah. so much money. Yeah. Did you know All that right. over 70% of Japan is forested? Really? Yeah. And out of all of Japan, people actually only live on like 15 to 20% of it. And the rest of it is mountains and forest. Wow. That is a nugget. I had no idea of that. I've always wanted to go to Okinawa. It looks like one of the most beautiful places. I had a friend that lived there. Okay. I, actually, I want to sing karaoke in Japan. That, I think that'd be a lot of fun. All right. Next question. Now, for all the haters that are going to hate, one of these is technically not a wood. All right. But we're putting it in here. Haters Bamboo, okay. oak, and purple heart. Bamboo, oak, and purple heart. Now, I don't know if that's bamboo, like after it's already been like 
pressed and all that stuff? I would assume not. So. I always find bamboo. it funny that uh, panda bears live exclusively on bamboo. I know. And they make it look good when they eat it. They do. But pandas yeah, are like real celery. dumb. Yeah. But they're fat. How do you get fat eating bamboo? I don't know. They don't go a whole lot of places. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Have you guys seen the video of a woman that's like cleaning a panda cage and like the pandas are literally just like pulling. She's like trying to like put all the, put all the leaves and stuff like into a barrel. And they're playing in it. Well, they, they just like knock it over and then they're like spreading (laughs) it around. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it. Oh, I I love that. I love pandas. They're awesome. Okay. Did you know pandas are actually pink underneath the white fur? Yes. They're pink no. and black. Yeah. Oh, My wife watches uh, a lot of different Shaped shows panda on- porn? No, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> she watches uh, a lot of different shows on Bravo, like Real Housewife type shows. And there's a show I walked in on the other day uh, called Southern Charmed. And one of the people on the show Southern Charmed believes that pandas are not real and they are purely like made up and they're all fake. Spray painted? Yeah. Like polar bears? Yeah, he's yeah. like, they're not real. There's absolutely no way they could be a real-life thing. And everyone else is like, dude, there's there's literally one at the zoo, like, not far away. <laughs> and he's like, nope, that's not a real thing. That's not a real bear. That's an I'll odd thing you, to like, like yeah. I'm a die on this hill. Like, yeah. I don't like pandas. I'm a, I'll tell this you is, what's this weird. This is where I make my stand. <laughs> like, Have you ever seen a thing called a red panda? Yes. They don't look yeah. anything like a panda. No. no. Have you seen those get scared? Oh, I love it. How, are, like, they, how are they related? <laughs> are, they look they more put their like, paws in the air and they faint. <laughs> yeah. They don't faint, but they fall back. Like a fox It's freaking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a cross between like a raccoon and a fox with like a lemur yeah. tail. It's weird. So, yeah. Why is it? Why is it a panda? I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. Anyway, back back to the uh, wood nerdery. All right. Number eight. Alder, Wingate, and Paduke. Ooh, Ooh. that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Uh, Not for me. That's easy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I've never used Paduke, and I I would love to. Uh, I've had a piece of it, but I've never, like, made anything with it. Dude, it leaves the nastiest, nastiest sawdust. Yeah, it really? gets like super, powder? super fine. You don't really mm. see it, but it floats everywhere. And then you turn around like an hour later and everything is covered in Paduke. And, and I'm not pink. kidding you, and, but it's like a dark red. And for the next week, if you are not wearing your respirator, every time you sneeze, there is Paduke in your sinuses. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Dude, it, I, even, it makes my hands red. It's hard, right? Yes. Yeah. Paduke's real hard. But I will tell you, if you ever work with Paduke, and this goes for anybody listening to the podcast, make sure you are using your respirator entirely through the process because it is nasty. We have to talk about uh, that in just a minute. I I haven't thought about that. Anyway, Uh, okay. uh, My first uh, side grain cutting board, like it was like maybe two feet by like like 16 inches maybe. It was majority uh, Paduke and – like my apron mm-hmm. barely recovered from it. it everything was pink. Yep. Like, Interesting. I, I was tracking pink dust into the house. Yep. Like Crystal hates Paduke. It looks <laughs> like you beautiful. want to hear a good rant. Just talk to her about Paduke. Yeah. It looks beautiful mm-hmm. in whatever piece you're making with it, but like it is a nasty wood to work with. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. Uh, you guys, you guys are making me excited. All right. So this is another kind of tricky one, except for one. If you listen to the wood of the week, zebra wood. Lignum vitae and koa. Ooh. Jeez. Um. 
Hmm. Zebra wood, lignum vitae, and koa. I've only used zebra wood before. I, I haven't even heard of those other two. So we'll talk about lignum vitae in just a minute. Two of All them right. have been wood of the week. A lot of them have been wood of the week. Actually, zebra yeah. wood well, was Just because yeah. it's more of the week, it doesn't mean Wingate, that we, we know whether Paduke, it's harder than another hard one. Wingate, Paduke, bamboo, oak, Purple Heart, Rosewood, Ash, mm-hmm. Birch, Beech, Ebony, Cedar. Uh, do we do Mahogany? Walnut, Pine, Oak. We've done all these. Cherry. We did mahogany, mahogany, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we did do Walnut. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, question 10. Bring it home. All right, last one. This one's uh, a little hard. Poplar. <laughs> Poplar, Cypress, and Maple. Ooh. All right. I'm very excited for you guys. I saw some smoke coming out of a couple of your ears, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure the pencils were going. Were, you guys what knew. were the options on the last one? Cypress, Poplar, Poplar Cypress, and maple. and maple. Okay. All right. Does anybody need me to repeat any of them before we go? Uh, nope. Seven, eight, and nine. Okay. Seven, <laughs> seven was, uh, Bamboo, uh, bamboo, 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 oak, and purple, purple heart. heart. Yeah. Okay. Eight was alder, wingay, and paduke. All right. Nine was zebra wood, lignum vitae, and koa. Perfect. And poplar, cypress, and maple was the last one. Perfect. I'm good. All right. Everybody ready to go? All righty. Yep. All right. So home. let's go yes. back to the beginning. Question number one What did you get? Uh, guess first, Matthew. Uh, so I had balsa first, mm-hmm. then cherry, then maple. Okay, what do you got, Ross? Same thing. And Same you, Colton? Everybody here. is correct. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yes, yeah, very, very good. Very good. Very, very, very good. Why is it not playing? All right. All right. <laughs> Question. I, know, I was waiting for it. I was waiting. Oh, man. Question number two was walnut. There we go. Sorry. There we go. Way late. All right. All right. Our, our audience is a little bit slow tonight. Walnut. <laughs> yeah. He's, they, they already started on the whiskey of the week. That's why. Yeah, All right. <laughs> walnut, pine, and oak. I had pine, walnut, and oak. I had the same right. order. Same. That is correct again. You guys yeah. are killing it. That's two for two. Very good. Very Yay. good. All right. Question number three. I w- you were given mahogany, cedar, and teak. What do we have there? Cedar. Well, uh, l- l- let's start with the. Uh, I think we should each start it. You oh, know, okay. it's not just Matt getting put on the spot every time. Sure. Go ahead, Colton. Okay. Uh, we're on question three. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had cedar, uh, mahogany, and teak. All right. And what do you got, Matt? I had the same. And I had you? cedar, teak, mahogany. You are incorrect, Ross. It Ooh. is cedar, mahogany, Ooh. and then teak. Mm. Mm. Which, in your defense, there's a lot of types of mahogany. Mahogany is a broad term. Like there's South American ones, right? And then there's uh, African ones. And mm-hmm. um, all right, and uh, in your defense, uh, you're still yeah, wrong. That's okay. It. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Just kidding. Um, uh, next one, hickory. <laughs> hickory, Douglas fir, and ebony. What do we got, Ross? Douglas fir, hickory, and ebony. 
Ooh, and I, what about you, Matthew? Same. Same. I, I, I flipped it up. I, I had Douglas Fir, Ebony, Hickory. You are incorrect, Colton. It is Douglas uh, Fir, Hickory, and then Ebony. Ebony is extremely hard, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Use it to make. That's what she uh, said. Rub bearings in boats, as a matter of fact. Okay. Uh, number five, we had uh, Beach, Redwood, and Birch. What do you got, Matt? I had Birch. Redwood and beach. And what about you, Colton? I, I did birch, beach, redwood. I had the same what as Colton. You? you were all incorrect. It is redwood is the softest, beach, and then birch. Oh, hmm. no. I think we used redwood another one. I'm so wrong on the next one. <laughs> okay. Number six is oh, rosewood, ash, and spruce. Oh, sorry. I, wrote that. I, I was reading redwood instead of rosewood. Okay. I'm gonna go you? I'm gonna go with spruce, ash, and rosewood. All right. What do you got, Matt? Same thing? Same. Same. And, I, and I, flipped, I flipped the first two on that. I did ash, spruce, rosewood. All right. And you are incorrect. Uh it is spruce, very soft, ash, mm. and then rosewood, extremely hard. All right. Uh, yeah, I wasn't Huzzah. sure about spruce. I don't really know much about spruce. Huzzah. All right, you guys. Like, <laughs> spruce is uh, is very very soft. It's like white wood, mm-hmm, like yeah. that spruce, the white wood uh, two by fours you buy. I think, it, I think I did know that in the back of my mind. Um, is everybody keeping track? I, I forgot am. to write this down. I everybody keeping track? How I'm, many? I'm you get wrong. Okay, all right. And next one we had uh, bamboo. Oh, I lost my place. Bamboo, oak, and purple heart. What do we got? I had it in that order. Same uh, here. Bamboo, oak, purple heart. One, yep. two, three. Same. That is correct. Everybody got that yeah. correct. Give me a round of applause. Yay. All right. All right. Three to go, guys. Uh, question number eight. It's the one we got sidetracked on. Alder, Wingy, and Paduke. Matthew, what do we have? Uh, so I had Paduke, Wenge, and Alder. And how about you, Ross? I had Alder, Paduke, and Wenge. And what about you, Colton? This one was, I had to think about this one. Um, I had Alder, Wenge, Paduke. The correct answer is Alder, Paduke, then Wenge. Yeah. Rastafarian. Killing it. Killing it. All right. Congratulations. All right. Two more. Question number nine was Zebrawood, Lignum, Batai, and Koa. Colton, what do you got? I, I I did uh, zebra, koa, lignum. All right. And what about you, Matt? Uh, I did the exact same. Okay. And I had <laughs> lignum vitae, koa, and zebra wood. You did? I did. <sighs> that is incorrect. Zebra wood, koa, lignum vitae is the correct. Really? Is the cor- yeah, remember. We'll talk about it in a second. Well, the Lignum, that's the Australian one. That's like, like no. arguably the hardest one in the world. No, no, no but you're close. You're <laughs> well, close, though. Well, you're, uh, I would right, have thought I was right. Yeah. I would have thought zebra wood, just based on the usage in fretboards and and other places similar it's to ebony, hard. it was very hard. I would have thought okay. much more so well, than koa. Well, I think all three of those are super hard. Um, well, the koa. I, I don't really know about koa, but. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of just guessed on that one. Okay, so last one, kind of a, a twisty one. Poplar, 
Uh, what was it? Cypress, Cypress, and Cypress and Maple. What do we got? I had. Oh, go ahead, oh, Matthew. Uh, I had Poplar, Cypress, the Maple. All right, and you, Ross? I had Cypress, Poplar, Maple. And what about you, Colton? I did Poplar, Cypress, Maple. That is correct. Poplar, Cypress, and then Maple. So we will talk about Lignum Lignum Vitae in just a second. Just to show you, I will back all of my stuff up. Question one, balsa, 100 pound feet. Uh, Cherry, oh wait, that's the wrong one. Is that the right one? Yep, that's the right one. Balsa, cherry, maple. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, cherry, 995, and maple, 1450. Hmm. All right. Uh, Then the next one, pine, this is regular pine, not yellow pine. 380 pound feet. Uh, walnut, 1010. So just over 1,000. And oak, white oak, 1360. All right. Mahogany, cedar, teak. Uh, you've got cedar, 350. Mahogany, 800, which is interesting. And teak, 1155. So I mahogany, what mahogany they're talking about there. Hmm. Honduran. Oh, Honduran. Oh. Would that have made a difference in your answer? Well, um, I we thought you were talking it. about the Diana Ross song. Oh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that African is a little yeah. harder, but right. uh, it, at least has a cooler grain. Like, okay, so more, here's where here's we're gonna like get in a little. Let me get through all of these, and then we're gonna I'm gonna come back and just say something. What we got for so, Douglas fir? Douglas fir six sixty, very low, very very low. Uh, Hickory eighteen twenty high. Ebony three thousand eighty. Oh, okay, I'm we're talking so mega hard, yep. mega hard. All right, so uh, beach redwood and birch. You've got four fifty for the redwood, very soft, like crazy soft, like a sequoia. Yeah, uh, twelve sixty for birch and thirteen hundred for beech. Very close, very wow. close. See, okay, I would have uh, thought redwood was was was. You know how I know it's soft? Because my dad had redwood soffits on his house because bugs don't eat them in Florida. Oh. And uh, it was so soft. I remember it being inc- like you could stick your thumbnail in it. It was so soft. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's kind of so, funny. It, it seems like there's yeah. a handful of uh, like softer woods that like bugs don't like, you know, like like cedar. Anything like, with lots uh, of oils. Yeah. Yep. High tannins. Okay. Uh, spruce, rosewood ash, and redwood. And, uh, yeah, spruce, ash, and redwood. Um Spruce, Sitka spruce, 510 pound feet. Okay. Uh, Ash, 1320. Brazilian rosewood, 2790. Right? Like crazy hard. Crazy hard. Okay. Okay. Uh, Oak, bamboo, oak, and purple heart. Bamboo actually varies greatly, but around 1380. Okay. Uh, Oh, but oak was before that, 1290. So 1290 for red oak, 1380. For bamboo and 2520 for purple heart. Extremely hard. Okay. Alder, Wingay, and Paduke. Alder, 590. One of the lowest ones so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wingay, 1630. And then Paduke, 1725. Okay. okay. And then the last one, this is. Well, there's this two is, more. Hold on. No, there's two, two more. more. Yeah, two more. Yeah, yeah you're two right. More. Two more. Uh, Koa, 1170. Zebrawood, 1575, Lingnum Vitae, 4,500. Wow. Is that yeah. the highest? Is that the highest so far? Well, we'll talk about so it in a second. Far. We'll talk yeah. about it in a second. Okay. Yeah, or, or, yeah, that's the highest so far.
poplar, cypress, and maple. So cypress, only 510. That's the lowest one out of the quiz today. Um, yeah, cypress, 510. Poplar, 540. No, pine was at 380. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right, because that was that was um, regular pine. Yeah, you're right. Uh, cypress is 510. Poplar, 540. And maple, sugar maple, uh, 1450. So... so you actually told me that I was incorrect, but I got cypress, poplar, maple in that order. Cypress, and after you gave me those, yeah, you said that the, the two guys were were maple. You yeah, said they uh, were correct, and I was flipped around. Just um, is it cypress? There were some other ones that were flipped around too, like um, the Alder, Paduke, Wenge was flipped around, as was yeah. the bamboo, poplar, cypress, and maple. Heart. I, I didn't know which all ones were flipped around from you name things, but yeah, I marked them down poplar, here. Poplar, trying to keep you keep you honest. Cypress maple, cypress poplar maple. Yeah, you're right. It is cypher cypress poplar maple. So oh, the, the thing is, is that the thing that I got the questionnaire from is probably talking like because there's a different types of poplar oh, and there's yeah. different types of oak and stuff, and, and then the maple. Bo- the the. Uh, Janka hardness thing was specific to a specific type of maybe like a different type. But anyway, can you repeat, Jess? Can you repeat the last one? Number 10? Cypress is 510. Yep. Poplar at yep. 540. Yellow poplar, right. Yep. Oh, okay. 540. And then so maple is 1450. Okay. That is correct. That. Wait, okay. what was the maple at the top of the list? That same 1450 in question uh, one? It just says maple. Yeah, 1450. Yeah. Okay. Balsa was which one? How much? A hundred. A hundred. And then cherry was what? Nine ninety five. Okay, that was the last one I missed. So that was fun. Thank you, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So just real quick, uh, lignum vitae. Right. So yep. there's like because I always try like find like the most the hardest wood. Right. The softest wood. The softest balsa. Right. Yep. The hardest is different things going on, right? Because how they test them. Because you test one tree and then you get another tree and it's a different hardness. Mm-hmm. So the way they do it is they kind of do like an average yeah. of like several different ones. Well, uh, there's one that we found or that I found called Australian bloke. Not bloke, but oh, B-U-L-O-K-E. That's and Vitae and Australia and this Australian bloke kind of like they keep going back and forth because Australian bloke is hard. Right, it's up there with lignum vitae in the four thousands. But they have found Australian well, bloke to be over five thousand, like fifty one hundred, fifty three hundred, not well, in a knot or something. And I was thinking about this today because uh, there's this lady that I did some work for a long time ago in the past, and she connected with me and she said, "I've got this big table. I didn't make the table, but it's oak. It's white oak, and it's really cool. It's a really cool table. It was made in Vietnam. They put it together, but it's still solid." white oak two and a half inch thick top like with planks and it's like big six by six legs and like all this really cool stuff kind of like something you would make ross mm-hmm. with like the little cross pieces and they did some joinery too they use like dowels and stuff not a lot of fasteners and <clears throat> underneath since it's a plank top they put these routed out strips and they have like little slotted holes in another piece of oak. And that's how they kind of fasten and make the top, right? It's just like, it's not glued together. And then that sets on the other thing. 
and I had to reroute it because I planed it all down. It was all real nasty looking. I planed it all down and so that it was shallower. So I had to reroute these these like dados, these mortises in the bottoms of the top. And I'm chiseling out the corner and it's a brand new chisel. And it's hard to do, you know, it's not like it's just gonna go through it like butter. And white oak is what? What do we say? 1450, something yep. like that. How does anybody I guess you don't do a lot of handwork with stuff, but like even hickory, it's eighteen hundred, and then you start getting into the two thousands and three thousands. I've done handwork with like uh Ipe? Ipe, obviously, and then Purple Heart and some other ones. And uh, you have to resharpen your tools at least once or twice a day. Wow. Yeah. It's just, that is some, that's real woodwork there where you start to get to like, you can't even keep the tool sharp on it. Yeah. It's just so neat that that's a plant. It's just so neat. It's funny that you brought up the comparison between the Lignum Vitae and the Australian bloke, because when we went on vacation, my wife also fancied the Australian blokes and she'll be excited to learn they are the hardest in the world. That's really going to make her day. That's good. That's good. And on that note, Matthew, I've noticed you've been imbibing on some brown goods the entire episode. Yes. And I've been uh, waiting I was, the whole time. I was wondering if, uh, first of all, you would share what you've been, well, obviously. I certainly will. So uh, I went to the liquor cabinet because I've, I've listened to you guys' podcast a few okay. times. Yeah. And uh, I'm you. still I'm still in the earlier episodes. Okay, uh, I did I did listen to Luke's uh, when he when he came on, um, but uh, I knew I knew the whiskey of the week was a thing. Um, so I have a uh, Grange Stone Oh Island Single that, Malt, very nice. Yep, dude, uh, I, I I don't know about that one. I've never had that. So I I I went into the liquor cabinet because uh, I I knew this would be a thing. And, uh, I'm, I'm usually, I'm usually a single malt guy for the okay. most part. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, I was all, I had, I had like a tiny bit in my, uh, bottle of Talisker. There you uh, go. I, I love, I love Talisker. Uh, I you like the I peated whiskeys. Yes. Yes. Give me, give me the smokiest scotch you can possibly find. You like, like some like Laphroaig 10? Lafroig, Lagavulin, yeah. like give me, give me all the peat, all the smoke, get it in my face. Like I I'm it. with you, man. Like that and a good cigar. Like yep. I'm yes. set. Yep. The uh, Crystal calls uh, Lafroig cough medicine. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely has a medicinal iodine characteristic. So yeah. Uh, well, let's dive into the wood or whiskey of the week. You boys ready? Yeah, let's go. Woo! Let's see. The Whiskey of the Week. So last week, the Whiskey of the Week was the Few Rye coming out of Evanston, Illinois. The question for Colton is, first and foremost, were you able to procure it and did it dandy? No, I was not. I called a lot of liquor stores around me. Um, I think it might be one of those that Texas is not on the distribution uh, list. Yeah, they're they're weird liquor laws and distributors and whatever keeping it from get to me, man. Well, tell you um, what, I happen to have a bottle of it, uh, and no. I will send it down to you this week. No, so oh, should we review that one next week then? I think we should carry it over. But what did you end up getting yeah. for this week then? So for this week, I 
Oh, I had a moment of weakness and I actually regret my buy. Um, mostly because so today in the shop, um, I did finish up a set of boards, got them shipped out, Good but, for you. uh, my, yeah, thanks. <laughs> but my buddy, uh, went on a Mon- Montana trip and he killed an elk. And awesome. I'm telling you, this is like some like, Oh, I'd say bear grills, but he's a camera crew. Um, what was it? I can't remember the guy's name, but the survivor man guy yeah. who had, oh, he I did his own guy. camera work. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, like he did yeah. some real stuff like in bear country. Yeah. Like he backpacked out like, well, I don't know, 10 miles, whatever. And then, uh, killed an elk and quartered it and brought it back with him. And, That's awesome. um, I mean like in several trips, obviously, yeah. but huge elk, huge elk. I, I finally got to hold the rack today, but he wants to mount it. Right. And he's yep. doing a European mount. And, um, I had some slabs of uh black walnut and, uh, I milled one of those up today and yeah, we, we lasered in on the top, like, uh, it's Montana, then the date and then the uh, coordinates where he shot it. And then at the bottom I had him, uh, take a Sharpie on just like a plain white piece of paper and like draw a signature. And, um, I, I traced that into the laser and laser that at the bottom of this mount. Right. Nice. So it's like a, a live edge. It's facing vertical. Uh, it's about 30 inches tall. Um, the widest parts about 14 inches wide and it looks beautiful. Like I love it. There was a lot more sapwood than I wanted to on it, but, but yeah, so he was with me today and, um, he went with me to go, uh, make a, make the delivery and stop by a liquor store. And I, I got to show him some fun cocktails when we got back, but that's why I regret what I went with. So I went with the, uh, wild Turkey one Oh one rye, which is and a great rye. Yes, it is good. It, it's spicy. It's got some punch, but, uh, like as far as like making a cocktail with it, uh, I wish I would have went a little higher up, got something that's a little more smooth and rounded. Cause this one, it's got some, uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like it, it, it's uh, it makes you uh, double up. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like right off the bat, like I guess really to personify, like to put it like, wow, this whiskey made me feel, I, I'd say it's, it's like, oh, you pull out on the highway, right. In a fast car and you hit 70 miles per hour. Right. Yep. And, um, you just take your steering wheel and you take it off and you throw it out the window. Right. Kind of, kind of like hopping on the back of a bull. Right. Okay. And you just throw it out the window. It, it, it's just, it, it You're wild and free kind of chaotic, man. It, it is hitting you hard from start to finish. Like it, I made a few cocktails for us today. Like, uh, you know, I, I tried to make them just like a normal old fashioned mm-hmm. and I went, I added a little bit of like this, like fancy, black cherry syrup to it ahead of time, which I regret adding that in hindsight. Um, okay. I would have rather just let the garnish of the cherry, uh, add the flavor, but, um, it wasn't overly sweet, but, um, I don't know. It's kind of competing with the different flavors and stuff, okay. but I, uh, and then I, after that, I went back to the, uh, Boulevardier and, um, probably did well, which I learned a hard lesson on the vermouth stuff too. So apparently vermouth is kind of like a wine. Yes. And once you open it, you have to refrigerate it. Yeah. Well, and at least oh, I didn't know at, this. At least store it correctly so that it doesn't turn. Yeah. Like oh. so storing it on the counter 
opened in Texas is probably not a good mm. way to store it. <laughs> no. Was it a sweet was it a sweet vermouth? Yeah. Yeah, it's a sweet oh, vermouth. That's yeah. probably why. That's probably yeah. why. And um I can only imagine I haven't touched the my dry vermouth in a while. Like I only use that really for like martinis. Mm. And yeah. uh so it's it's probably turned at this point. But turned. yeah, learn learn that yeah, turned. Learn it the hard way. And like also maybe that's why I wasn't liking Manhattans in our maybe like, maybe like four or five episodes ago, whatever. But um yeah, so I, I think I need to get like re up and get some fresh vermouth and store it correctly and yep. uh do that right. But okay. but yeah, uh, I, I I always like wild turkey, you know. Like especially yeah, the one it's a solid like kinda I don't want to say everyday go to, but like it's a solid choice. To your point. The rye is a little bit chaotic at the 101 proof. Mm-hmm. I, if I have my choice, definitely prefer like the Russell's Reserve level of rye. Yeah, it is Ooh. exponentially smoother, exponentially better than the standard 101. But in a pinch, the 101 does exactly what it's supposed to. So you, you know what whiskey I would have rather got, which I Old was elk. eyeballing it, but it was a little over double the cost. Um, was uh, Yellow Rose? I didn't know they made a rye. And I saw mm. yellow rose rye and I was like between that one for like, I think it was, I've been like 50 to 60. And then the wild Turkey was like 20 bucks. And I was like, I really want to try the wild Turkey though. And um, I, uh, I got a little something I'm going to send you then. Oh, <laughs> you're going to get a fun package. Send it, All right. <laughs> send it. But yeah, what for me, wild wild Turkey is a great bonfire. Yeah. Whiskey. Like, uh, especially whenever it's cold out, like uh, a winter bonfire, Mm-hmm. Like, like where you got all that smoke blowing in your face and something with some bite to warm you up. Yeah. Like, uh, yep. especially if you're just like pass on a bottle, you know, um, that's what I like wild turkey for that. But okay. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, also, I got to try this grain stone. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. I wonder if they no, distribute I in bought, Texas. I, I bought that at a liquor store. They had, uh, there was, it was like a promo thing. And oh, I, nice. I, I, I went to the liquor store and, and the guy was just like, oh, do you want to try this? And I was just like, oh, all right. And it is, uh, ended up buying a bottle. Yeah. From what I know, it is a newer, uh, distribution-wise, newer distillery. Uh, yep. It doesn't have nearly the heritage of your, you know, your Glenlivets and Glenfiddichs and Laphroaigs and all those. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things in Scotland, it is a newer distillery, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. So, Oh, well, yeah. so like we can get at a discount right now. Yeah, get yep. it at the uh, the entry price. Ooh, yeah, I definitely got. Look. I'll, I'll look for that, man. I'll look for it. I'll, yeah. I love scotch. I drink scotch like water, man. Uh, <laughs> used to, but yeah. and, uh I do love a good blended scotch, single malt, whatever, dude. They're all good. Yeah, they really are. Scotch, yep. scotch, scotch. I love scotch. All right, well, in uh... down to my belly, <laughs> past my gums. So with that in mind, I think it's time that we start to aim towards wrapping things up. But before we do, I like to talk, or all of us do, we like to talk oh, about man. a nugget. And Matthew, Ooh. you said you've heard a couple episodes before, so I'm sure you know what yep. this is. But I do. Uh, do you happen to have a nugget in mind, or do you want us to share some and then come back to you? Nope, nope, I'll, I'll jump right in. Do it. Full, yeah, buddy. Full, full <laughs> feet. Full feet. Uh so my biggest nugget is to take your time and Ooh. not, I mean, obviously challenge yourself, but go slow. Uh, because I've, 
I've ripped through a project before and, you know, like I, I made several mistakes and, you know, the common, the common like woodworker thing is like a good woodworker can like hide their mistakes, Yep. you know, kind of thing. And, uh, you know, like that creates more work on your end, obviously. Yep. But, uh, if you take your time and you kind of go through it methodically, uh, you can kind of like dial in each one of those processes and uh, kind of get to where you want to be. Yeah, I'm sure your accountant would love the cost savings of health benefits on that side because you're not getting injured. <laughs> but their profitability is probably not what he's looking at from your side no, on that. Probably not. No. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. What there's a there's a phrase a saying what slow is fast. Yep. Yeah. Like like like, but like talking more about like efficiency. There's and, also the phrase if you're not first, you're last. This is true too. So, Jess, do you have a, a nugget for us? Uh, well, you know, just to reiterate what he just said, he, that is like, that is my Achilles, right? Because in my head, this is, you know, this is my full-time job. So, it's always about time. Like, time, yep. time, 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 time. And, you know, because I have other things to do and the shop has to make this much money and I have to get this much done. And what happens is you didn't take time to do something and just stop and think, take a long time to plan it, especially when it's complicated, like a long time, like mock things up long time, you know? And then it would have just, it would have maybe taken you, even if it took a day, right? Even if it took a full eight hour, nine hour day, that's better than the frustration and mistakes and then things get messed up and then this turns into another mistake and then, Oh, I got to repaint that. And like, that is, you you know, I, I, um, how many times have you like been doing something and you're like, Oh man, this will just be fine. Like I just, I'll just, you know, this will just be, (laughs) just leave this like this when all you really had to do is like, maybe like unscrew something or undo something and then like go recut it and put it back, which would have taken you like literally, five minutes or change a bit but for yeah. some reason in your head. It's like, that's going to take too much time. I can't do that. Yep. And we all have to like get used to that. Like, let's just do it right. Let's just fix it. You know, yep. whatever the case is. Do so it right. I, whatever I it takes that, that yep. happens to me almost on a daily basis. Yep. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, one thing I would say is to keep good records of things. Mm, So like I do like a project, let's say a built in for somebody. I, my first thing is, is I get something from the customer. So maybe it's a drawing from an architect or maybe it's um, uh, just a house plan or maybe it's measurements. I went over and took myself, right. And I got the outlets on there and then I start, you know, I draw them something or whatever and they're like, okay. And so then I start to figure it all out. All right, this face frame is going to be this big or, or whatever it is that I have a table. It doesn't matter. And then later on, I might go, oh, that was a mistake in my plan. I have to change that. I need to do this. Write that down. Write down, X out this. No, I actually cut these pieces this size, right? And write everything, even if it's just a notebook that's lying around the shop that you always have there. Because later on, you will never know. You'll be like, oh, this one drawer front broke. 
Can you make me another one? Now you got to drive all the way over there to go measure it because you didn't write down the actual drawer sizes after you did them. You know, mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. Just keep good notes, write everything down, get a good plan, learn how to draw things out. I have a system of how I write down my cut lists. So, um, and it's the same way I've always done it. And that also helps with other people that work with you so they can read what you need them to do if you have something that's going to help. There you um, go. So they know how to cut because if you always write it down the same way, they know this is what you want. Like These yep. are the long cuts. These are the short cuts. This is how many I needed to have and so on and so forth. So just mm. take that along with your thing. Take that time to plan. I went to a woodworking school um, for like a weekend one time, and it was just to to kind of – more than anything, kind of pull at her brain about just some things. But she said, when you do a project, and this will blow your mind, she said, I've been doing this a long time. There was a woman too. She was so good. And she said, "It you should, your total time of your project, you should spend a third of the time planning, a wow. third building and a third finishing. Wow. And I would assume that would include sanding. Yeah. And so that proper planning time, whether it be logistics or setting up your shop or whatever it is, um, it almost kind of like calms me to think about that. Like I have all this time, like no matter how long it takes, I've got all this time to plan this because I try to plan it really fast. Right. So I can get to work by planning. Mm -hmm. It is work. So anyway, that's my nugget. I think she, I like it. Uh, Maybe an unpopular opinion here, but I feel like she was either a really slow planner or like really fast work. Well, what I would say is she <laughs> she did custom like high end mill work for like so like you made a bookcase for her. It was all mortise and tenon. It was like super fancy. Uh, so there was a lot of time spent bidding it. Like she had a formula. She said it's like this dollar amount for this mortise and this dollar amount for this mortise. Like she got it down to time and like she could bid things really well like that. And she said, I'm usually spot on at this point. So, wow. Impressive. Square. I I love it, man. That's awesome. She's British. Oh, she's so awesome. She has a Florida school of work work. They have a big shop in downtown Tampa. It's freaking awesome. British. A bottle of water. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, also on the note side, uh, for our our new laser boys here at Ross. Dangerous. Um, yeah, keep track of uh, your lasers. Like uh, for mine, I just keep it on like an Excel sheet. Like, like uh, I'll be like walnut, like like whatever, fifty inches per minute. This uh, yes, like percentage of speed, and then like a, a note on the side, be like a little light, you know, a little dark. Like yep. maybe could have sped idea. it up here because uh, yeah, the the feeds and speeds are all everything when it comes to CNC stuff, but. Yeah. yeah, for for Didn't my nugget, it, my, mine's a little more silly. It's um, Do it. but it could save someone from getting their face messed up, right? Um, it's a chicken. when you talk to your wife about her mustache. Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, just don't. That'll check mess on up that. your face, bro. That'll mess up your face for sure. That's uh, that's one of those intrusive thoughts you should just keep in your head, bud. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, it's um. So my actually start because uh, you know my paint booth is outside, right? I got one of yep. those um, outdoor garage, or they call it like temporary garage. I, know, I bought whatever. one. The carport. Yeah, I, I saw yours on love your. Love uh, it. I saw a love reel it. with you painting it. Yeah, it, they are really good. It, which um, that was my nugget. It's a Harbor Freight ago. carport, right? Yes. 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 Twelve by yeah. twenty. I put outdoor the heater garage. on Ooh. to do polyurethane the other day. I mean, it's amazing. 
It's amazing. Yeah, Matt, if you're ever looking to expand your garage, like for 250 bucks, you can get a 10 by 17 metal frame, like a solid canvas tarp, not canvas, but um, oh, tarp. Like a waterproof tarp thing. Yeah. 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 And uh, I've had mine up for a year now and it's lasted me great. It's it's done great. It's a, it's awesome. my paint booth in the backyard. It's awesome. But um, so I keep, I have two respirators, right? I got one in the shop. It's more of like a particle respirator. And then I got one in the back for the, uh, when I'm spraying the uh, polyurethane. Mm-hmm. And um, every time I, before I put it on, I remember to check for spiders that have crawled inside of it yep. or something, which I, I've never found anything in there. But it seems like it'd be a great place for a bug or a spider or something. Or Black Widow to go hide. Yeah, yeah, something crawly to want to go hide. You know, it's even yep. it's had your breath on it too, right? So, mm-hmm. but um, I've never found anything in it. So it's not from experience, but I always check it to make sure there's not a spider in my respirator. I strangely do the same thing every time. Really? Yep. Really? I just slapped that sucker on. I never have thought about it. Now it's all I'm going to think about. I know. I was just thinking about that. We're going to make everyone uh, psychotic about their respirators. Oh, I've had, I've had a spider. I've had a spider that's crawled into my respirator and I put it on my face and I had something crawling on my face and I was like, Oh, oh no, oh my you, God. you've had it happen. Yes. With the mustache? Did your giant mustache fend it off? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I ripped, I ripped <laughs> yeah. that thing off. I ripped that thing off so fast. Yeah. I, oh that's the second gosh. nugget. Yeah, grow a mustache. It could save you from a spider bite. Yeah. Fight you fight, <laughs> it fights spiders. I mean, we don't, we don't, it wasn't a black widow or anything. It was, it was just a stupid spider here. Hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, my nugget just to wrap things up is actually to keep an eye out if you're trying to experiment with different tools, keep an eye out on Facebook marketplace. Mm, Colton gave this as a nugget way back when I just picked up a laser, a laser. Is that where you got it? I thought you got it from a customer. Okay. No. So I got it from, I literally went on to Facebook marketplace just sporadically. I was like, you know what? Let's see what's going on. Let's see if anybody's selling a laser. Were you, were you on the John when you did that? I was not. Uh, oh, I was actually okay. laying in bed one morning. But, uh, okay. Uh, so I literally, <laughs> exactly. So um, I look it up and I see this lady who's selling, it says uh, brand new, still in box, uh, laser setup, $190. No. And that's a good brand. That's a good brand. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, this can't be right. So I was like, is this thing still uh, good? Uh, is it still available? Uh what are the specs on it? She's like, here are all the specs from it. And it's still for sale. Nobody's bid on it. I was like, really? All right, sounds good. So when can I come see it? So she was about a half hour from my house. Turns out it was a lady who was almost in her well, probably early sixties. And she's like, I literally opened the box, looked at it and said, Nope, this is way over my head. <laughs> close the box. Why did she buy it? She bought it for a, like a fun hobby to try doing some stuff. Oh, and, okay, just something to do. Yeah. Okay, I get and it. And she was like, This is just way over my head. She bought it for five hundred and I got it for just under two hundred. I was about to say, no. what was the retail on it? Yeah. yeah so wow. literally it was supposed to be four ninety nine, brand new. I got it for a buck ninety. And even if I only make like two things with it. It pays for itself. It pays for itself. And I literally today just testing it out. I built, I put it all together today, just testing things out. Uh, I literally made some huge Christmas like ornament things for my kids to paint and then hang on the tree. They've been for the past hour uh, enjoying painting those and getting them ready to to hang up. That's so great. So it, to me, it's already paid for itself. Like, yeah. 
it, it kept them occupied. They're excited to try and make other things. And on top of that, because of it, I, I actually also got uh, an AI uh, setup uh, because I want to be able to etch like custom pictures and stuff for people and turn them into laser etchings. So I paid the 25 bucks for like a lifetime membership on this AI software. And it's been really fun to play around with. So if nothing else, if you're looking to kill some time. What does it do? So I, so my brother, strangely enough, he was like, oh my God, are you going to get this laser and do like an etching rather than like a brand of your company? Are you going to do an etching of like Toby Keith driving a Ford F-150 with an American flag (laughs) hanging out the side with like a dinosaur in the background? I was like, yes, I am. Uh, I am now. Yeah. Yeah. So I literally went on to this AI thing and created exactly that. And I was like, like this? And he was like, oh my God, that's incredible. And so (laughs) I've honestly been playing around with just this AI software all night. It's, it's been hilarious. Oh my God. I'm super excited to be able to create like new logos and new templates and everything with AI to be able to put into the laser etcher as a custom piece for customers. So, so yeah. my my biggest thing that I'm excited about, and the, the engraving's good, but I'm excited because I bought the expansion. Like I can make router templates oh. for anything. I can cut acrylic or half inch uh, plywood with it, and nice. so like I can design a leg, you know, yeah. and then and then cut make a router template, and like I, all these different things that I can do with it. Um, so I'm super I'm super excited about it. I, I have yeah. a million ideas. Not to mention the stuff that we already sell. I can laser engrave like the cutting boards and also. Oh yeah, Jess, I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, big yeah, news. Colton's coming to my house tomorrow. Yes. What? Whoa. I'm flying what? tomorrow. Sorry, I, I realized that we have had a, a break in communication here. Yeah. Well, you, um, I figured you were busy trying to get work done, so. Yeah. Yeah, he's I'm, coming tomorrow evening. He will be in my house because I'm flying you have- to Florida. We're gonna set up Jess's laser. I'm going to give him the run around with a light burn and uh, which Matt, are you using light burn? Oh, by the I, way, you're helping me yeah. deliver that 800 pound table Friday. Yeah. Just so oh, you know. Oh, sure, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. I wish Crystal was coming now. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd be like, yeah, she'd, she'd love to help you out with that. But, <laughs> <laughs> you said 800 pounds? Uh, it's probably 600. Yeah. Bring it in, home, baby. In, in, in yeah, let's, let's take some pre-workout and freaking – do it, yeah, baby. It's it's and you got to take it all the way back down her yard. It's a it's a long walk with it. But we did. Ooh, the that sounds like just stuff. a normal piece that I build, Jess. So it is exactly <laughs> like a normal piece that you build. Yeah. You will appreciate it once we post it. You'll really like it. I keep nice. doing. I keep putting polyurethane because putting spar on it. Right, it's going outside, yeah. and I'm like, I hope she doesn't want this table, and like I can just buy it from her because yeah. it's real. I mean, it's real oak. It is so everything is like super thick, and it's been aged. And then sanded back down, you know, where it's got that patina. Oh, it's gorgeous. Every time I put polyurethane, I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. So I hope, I hope that she likes it. Well, how many coats are you doing? You doing more than three coats? Two, probably. Maybe three on the top. It's really thick. I would do three on the top if it's sitting outside. Yeah, probably three on the top. Yeah. I think it's what let's save that for for another episode of the podcast. But I did actually want to say to Matthew, first and foremost, thank you very much for coming on. Yes. It's been an honor and a pleasure, sir. Absolutely. We hope you have enjoyed you as much as we have. So Absolutely. Thank I can't people, wait to see you at Workbench Con. If yeah. people uh, want to... Oh, are you not what, going? What? Uh, what, what? I, will, I will go to Workbench Con if I win a ticket from the Maker Collab thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, also, um, AWP, they... Um, 
Another yes. workshop podcast. They are doing a ticket giveaway as well. You just got to yes. like email a thing. But yes, if I if I can if I can win a ticket, I will definitely go down. Um, but I can't. I just bought a new truck earlier this year, and I right. saw. I hey, bro, I, I'm rooting for you on the winning that ticket. Oh, dude, so, the, the golden ticket here it comes. Yeah. Hey, we're yeah. wishing into existence right now. Yeah, yeah. good thoughts. So, Matthew, if people want to find out and follow you or find out more information about you, how do they do that? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at the Wooden Mustache. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. I've only posted one video on there. Um, I will be posting more content. Uh, that's one of my focuses over the oh. next six months. Is on to the YouTube, like get onto YouTube because, like, I've I've gotten to the point. Like, I I was on Instagram. I've been on Instagram for pr- almost three years now, and uh, you know, like, I burnt myself out very early on. And this past year, I've just kind of been in that. Like, I'm recording video. But I'm at that point where I'm just like, oh, I don't want to like edit. Like it's the editing yep. part. That's me. where yeah. I'm at. Yeah, you and Ross. You know? Yeah. Like, I have that, probably seven YouTube full length videos worth of footage. I just haven't. Send it to my to wife. Edit. She'll do it. Yeah. It's, it's I might. Just, it's just so much work and stuff. And like I've had, I've had, a, I've I've complained about this on on other on. Uh, I, I Other do podcasts? I do no no I I do a Zoom every Saturday on the Maker Soup. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, and um, I I've I've had other people like come to me and stuff and and be like, hey, you know, like I can I can help you with your video and stuff and and you know like I can't I can't foot the cost like that yeah that's where it comes to, you know. So like I I I have the content. It's just a matter of like putting it together yeah okay. i mean if, I, I get you like find a system man i, I know yeah. what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. I, but I like you, i bro. do i do want to kind of like pivot more towards youtube and stuff because like i've i've gotten to the point with instagram where i'm just like i'm not posting daily like they're not pushing my account you know like yeah. i i put a i put a post out and instagram's like oh we're gonna share this to like a quarter of your followers or something you know like yeah it, it's 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 at that point where I'm just like okay whatever you know like yeah. I don't I don't care about Instagram anymore. <laughs> have you have you right, gone? Well, are, you, are you on TikTok? No, I refuse to join TikTok, dude. <laughs> I, I I was I was in the same mindset. I'll talk about it with you later, but it uh, I have grown to like TikTok, which I, I'm grown to like Instagram more now. Honestly, I'm I'm switching teams, yeah. but TikTok does have some really cool stuff. So <laughs> I've I've heard that from other people too. Well, yeah. people will look you up on either YouTube or Instagram right now. Wooden then mustache, baby. The wooden mustache. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you again for coming on, Matthew. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. To all yeah, the listeners out there, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you to very much to everyone for tuning in this week. We hope you've enjoyed every second of this episode. If you didn't, please send all your complaints to our archaeologically inclined legal representation at Diggum, Bookum, and Selman Associates, where the motto is, if we dig it up from the past, it's worth a fortune. <laughs> for Jess, Colton, and Ross, this has been the Beat Around the Bench podcast, and we will catch you all next time. See ya. Woo! Yeah, that's a good move.